Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can close it if you like. Yeah, whatever you like. Yeah. Should be fine. Woo! What is going on, you guys? It is Dog Cost Crypto here with the man, the myths, and the legends, the Olympians. But first. But first, I've got a really special announcement and stuff. Do you mind sharing the screen for one second, you guys? Crypto Mindset Vegas Meetup 2023 is live right now, you guys. I have a really special announcement. The highest of stakes movie is coming out August 3rd. We were, we, we were going to be premiering it here in Las Vegas August 5th. So everyone who gets a ticket and comes down to the Las Vegas will, will be premiering it. I just bought 140. I bought the whole I bought the whole readout. Wow. I bought it all out. So we have, we, have all, we have tickets for everyone. Anyone who goes to the Crypto Mindset Meetup will have a ticket to go. It's going to be at the Red Rock at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's Saturday. But before that, we are having a pool party at noon at, at the Palms. From there, we're going over to Red Rock to go watch the movie. And then I got some more surprises for you right after the movie. So it's just a whole day of debauchery. And that's not even the main party day, which is Sunday. More info coming to a store near you. But with that, thank you so much. You can take it down now. I have a very special guest. I've got Iris Kyle here. The 10-time Miss Olympia. The most dominant female athlete in all of bodybuilding. Hey. Hello. Thanks for having me here today. It's a pleasure that I had the opportunity to be invited here. So, he already introduced me, but allow me to share a little bit about myself. I'm a business owner, two-time business owner. I'm an owner of Powerhouse Gym and Body Cafe Sheesh. right here in Las Vegas. And it's a pleasure 
that we have you a part of our facilities. We, myself, Hide, and myself, I apologize for my misspeak. I find myself very different, underrated athlete in the sport. Most of you guys may not or may have heard of me, but let me tell you, I was unbeatable during my era. Um, <laughs> And I'll say that in pride because it's a blessing that I was able to win 10 Miss Olympia titles, seven Arnold Classic, Miss Internationals, being the most decorated athlete here today, man or woman. So bow down to me, give me my respect, and know that I'm going to go down in history because I don't think it's a human on earth today that's going to accomplish what I have accomplished. So I'm proud. I'm blessed, I'm healthy, and I'm glad to be Irish Kyle. If you don't know me, get to know me, because it's a lot behind me, so don't hide. I don't bite. I'm very pleasant. Just know that if you're real, you can be in my space, but if you're not, please stay away. I want all positive, positive, <laughs> positive attitudes around my center place. So, again, this is Irish Kyle in Las Vegas born and raised from Michigan, and I look forward to what's in store for myself. Damn, so I, 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 gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta hit a pepper for that, right? <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> Woo! You good? You good? There you go. Yes, you're not. not. Type one at first. Can you, can you hear me? Yes. No sound. No sound. No sound. No. Sound. no. Yo. Did something happen? What the hell happened? What happened? You guys want to hear the Pepe and I go get him? Yeah, right. Messed up your road. We'll just have you redo your. There we go. All right. Hide, sorry about oh, that. No worries. Yeah. Ty, there we go. Just you because you took too long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, my name is Hide Tarayamagishi. People call me Hide. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been in the United States. Obviously, I'm from Japan. And uh, I just didn't miss Olympia, but you know, I can speak more like a general population. And uh, I've been competing in bodybuilding 30 years since I was Japan and I moved here as a professional bodybuilder. Then uh, I competed Mr. Olympia for the first time from Japan, also Arnold Classic. 
So I'm, and that was history, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So Japanese for Japanese people, I, I was the first one, and uh, still the only one. Really? Right now. So uh, wow. But of course, I hope somebody can come up and uh, compete Miss Olympia soon, and right. I, I think it's gonna happen. But uh, for now, I uh, I try to. Right now, I still actually still competing. I'm coming back after two years absence to the Masters Olympia, really which is cool. in August. So I'm 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 middle of the prep, but bodybuilding and uh, everything else, I I'm really appreciate to be in this country. Uh, Japan is really also a good country, but this is a land of opportunity, and right. I'm middle middle of it. And uh, I feel like I'm doing American dream right now. So. Really appreciate to be here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for inviting. And I have to compliment this man on the beautiful Hellcat this man owns as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me and him have the two Hellcats in the parking lot, which I love. Three. Yeah, three. Oh, three. You have one, two. Yeah. Damn, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A whole lot of Mopar Hellcats. in here. A whole lot of Mopar in this house. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. the, the chat's going crazy. He's like, another legend, too much mana, too much muscle, and too much strength in one thing. <laughs> But I mean that's I mean that's incredible. I mean I mean that's that's the kind of stuff. I mean we, we just had Gary, the numbers guy. I'm going to be interviewing him tomorrow. He was saying that you're an 11th life path. That means you're the you know you're the athlete. We got the 22 life path, which that you're the bodybuilder, which that's, is crazy. You know that's it, it's, crazy. And I'm a 33 life path, <laughs> <laughs> which which is like I guess the teacher, basically. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's I mean it. it crazy that's crazy we're we'll talking about numbers in crypto tomorrow like crazy and stuff and uh some 22. pretty spicy stuff tomorrow but um i guess let's i mean let's just i guess let's start off with this you guys have like the coolest gym in all las vegas the i don't know if you guys you can go over here to iris for a second or uh Hide. the powerhouse gym in las vegas is fire you guys you guys have to sign up this thing is sick dude i've literally since being there i've lost like 15 pounds and i've only been I've, i'm a baby in there i've just gotten i've just gotten myself <laughs> you in there got your feet wet yeah but can you guys uh, uh, go into a little bit of like what made you guys think about opening it here in Vegas or why did you choose Vegas? I, I mean, I know Vegas is a bodybuilding town, but, uh, you know, people do Ohio or they do all these. Like, what, what made you choose this instead of, you know, San Diego? Well, basically, we had uh, what we call Body Cafe, which is a, a nutritional supplement company. Okay. Um, we started inside City Athletic to give you a little backstory. Everyone, their mom, dad, and uncle, sister's brother were coming through there, and they actually thought we were the owner of, of City Athletic, which was a gym. Um, but other than that, we had a concept all along to actually go into the field of having a gym in Vegas since we are athletes. Right. We believe in health. We sell nutritional products. So it was a matter, matter of time before we went in that direction. But again, it takes a lot of, lot of research from a demographic standpoint um, and find a spot that's going to be adequate um, spacious for our space and also good clientele. Um, it makes a big difference that um, from an owner standpoint that you have similar like people, minded people in your facilities that care just like you. So our dream was to start from the top and walk that walk so the people who walk through our do doors, who we're gonna always honor and appreciate and be blessed to have, walk the same path that we walk. So if you come into the powerhouse gym, the atmosphere, the ambiance is world-class, very polite, very clean. Everyone's hands-on, helpful, knowledge, and a lot of experience, a lot of trainers are experienced. So we already knew our blueprint was on paper. Now it's all about of us practicing it. 
And I gotta say, it is the cleanest gym in America. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> One thing I gotta add: the our gym is most a different thing from other gym. It's clean, like a clean freak. Mm. You know, the staff. You you guys can kind of see it. Staff always cleaning. So this is because me, I have OCD. <laughs> so, so some, I, 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 I gotta admit. First of all, I, I'm not. I, I like to clean, but I'm not the crazy, crazy clean freak. So uh, I was. I thought it was a little too much, but people actually like it. Then uh, yeah. uh, people, some, you know, like a small percentage, just wanna mess everything up. But right. they, they leave. And uh, every, every member we have right now is just clean like clean so uh this gym is hardcore but it's clean it's clean and you guys have a lot of interesting equipment you have some of the first equipment from japan over here as well and uh, in korea as in, well and korea mm -hmm. as well like those m torture machines what a name they're torturing <laughs> you right yeah. the, the biomechanics are excellent they're rehab friendly so anyone who's having some shoulder injuries knees anything I guarantee you're going to get in that equipment and you're going to be able to have an easy workout and you're going to go home unsore. I have been to many gyms and I find myself leaving with tremendous pain, aches. But when you leave out of our gym, you're going to feel like, hey, I can go back. Yeah. And I, I like what I'm feeling. And I love the pendulum squat machine. Right? Oh, that Torture. is killer. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's been looking for one for a, such a long time. I've been to gyms all over the place in California. Could never find one. First time I get here to Vegas, powerhouse gym, best gym goddamn ever. <laughs> like, the Mecca yeah. in the desert, we're here to please. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So, okay. So you guys already have one of you, the best gym in Vegas. What I'm saying, the, one of the best gym in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, you don't have to correct it. Say it one more time. The best gym in Vegas. <laughs> okay. There we go. I, I Worldwide, West Coast. There we go. But um, I want, so I wanted to get into this. So, right. So, I mean, the, the, the reason I call this the stream kind of, the, you know, I mean, the Mount Olympus was the sac i mean the, the the work ethic and the kind of and like and the sacrifice someone has to do to kind of get to that level can you guys talk to like what you guys have had to have wor like worked towards or what you have to sacrifice in order to get to the top because um it doesn't matter whether you're in doing in fitness or finance or in anything or endeavors or picking up girls and stuff like the guys in the chats and stuff right. um you th there is like these basic things you can do that get you to a pretty decent level but then to keep climbing every step higher it is twice as much sacrifices you speak to that? Definitely I can. Well, I actually fell into bodybuilding, first of all. I was always athletic, okay. basketball, softball, a little cross country. But bodybuilding is another level because you have to change all everything, your surroundings, your food, your time management comes into play. Um, you have to really have a mindset that no matter what happens with the outcome, it's because you're passionate and you love it. Mm. Because the best winner or the best athlete don't always win. So with that type of frame mind, you can do anything. Right. And the first thing that I did is I eliminated all my surroundings. I told my parents, don't call me, I'll call you. I told my girlfriends and all of my closest friends, which I can count on my hand, I said, no more entertainment, no more partying. I need to be on one side of the fence. So that means that I shut down, I isolated, I ate, sleep, and drink water, supplementation, and I had a regiment that most people can't survive or stand to live by, and I went to work. Right. I learned all the material that I possibly can on my own because I kind of pretty much paved my way through the sport, meaning that I picked up every magazine, I picked up every book in the library, and I just copy-paste, and I did a trial and error, and sometimes you miss, 
um, where you're trying to go, but you keep traveling. Because the, the path that you're taking, it might be a little dark at the beginning, but you start to see light, and it gives you that motivation because your body continues to change, and you get motivated because those changes are coming. So you keep pushing, you keep pushing, and you're hearing your fans telling you, hey, you look good. But that's not the end goal, because you do have a short-term goal and you have a long-term goal, and you will not stop, you will not stop until that path is complete, completed. I took some turns where I was a little bit questioned, and that's from the supplement standpoint, which we'll get into a little bit later. Yeah. But to climb, climb that mountain, you just have to have patience, some skill set, the willpower, perseverance, and just go for it. Don't look back. That was my trail. Now, I want to ask one extra question on that. So, I mean, well, actually, two. One is I know you've been talking about maybe making a book at some point about how to actually properly prep for mm -hmm. a show because mm -hmm. people always like get their last day and kind of everything's like you know they're bloated all right over the place. yes right and so you got like sheep pen pending part of how to do it right so that yes. that's one thing there right but right. The, the second thing is so obviously the, it's it's already an incredible amount of like work ethic and like to even get to the olympus stage what's that what, what what's the extra push i mean obviously i know like that like i don't think people believe that thing is like i mom and dad don't call me I'm not only hang out with you. I've, I've done the, I've done everything except the mom and dad don't call me. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't really I was, know. <laughs> I was real about it. But, but that is like the level of like dedication that it takes. I mean, I, I always tell people to go watch the last, the last dance with Michael Jordan and stuff like any, and like the team members hate, everybody hates him. Basically they admire him, but like, are they're like afraid. They're on the same team. They're afraid of them. Other people like, are like as white as ghosts or just completely defeated. So, Obviously, we've, we've all seen Pumping Iron and all uh -huh. these things. You know, I know they played up, like, the drama and stuff, right? But did you have to play a lot of psychological games with your competitors? Or what, what, what was, like, what, what are things that you, that you did to get an edge? I mean, obviously, I know the working out and stuff, but I, there's a lot of stuff that happens on the stage and off the stage. Well, of course, it's a mind game. Um, I had no friends. I, f I figured um, I was there for a reason, so... Actually, entertaining my competitors, it didn't exist. I was, I was very quiet. Mm -hmm. I was more introverted. And I didn't allow them to get in my head or in my space while I was traveling to get to the Olympia. So did I play mind games? I didn't have that time. It was no room to play mind games. Right. I allowed them to look at my body, and that was a mind game for them within themselves. So mm -hmm. that's where I went. So it was nothing uh, from, like Arnold saying, right. you look like crap. I'm yeah. going to beat you. All those things, it didn't transpire in my book. Right. Um, I just made sure that I displayed a physique that was untouchable each time I stepped on stage. Right. Because I had the girls backstage saying, who's going to get second to Iris Kyle? <laughs> and that is definitely true from the, um, the, the, um, the um, can't even think of the names, but everybody who was backstage, the expediters, that's who I was trying to mention. Yeah. They said, Irish, you have the athletes back here asking who's going to get second to Irish cow because they knew I was coming there for business. Yeah. That, that's so now, Hide, um, no, on the same thing. Now, you're, you're competing. I think you were competing in what in the 212, right? The 212? Yeah, I was originally in the open because 212 came in later. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember exact year, but the, back then when I started competing, it was only just bodybuilding. Got it. Yeah. Just one class. Is this be before they started adding like 
No, I almost said bikini. Jesus mm. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but before they started adding, you know, classic bodybuilding and bodybuilding. Right. Oh, okay, okay. So exactly. it's, it's yeah. pretty that. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And um, so, and there's like all kinds of other ones. There's like masters now. And there's mm. like, so like, exactly. I mean, that's, I think that that's really good for the sport. Cause like, I know people want to look at different kind, kind of aesthetics and right. stuff. Mm. Right. But for, I mean, for, I guess for females as well, like what is there? Cause I'm not a hundred percent. There's female bodybuilding, there's bikini and there's, is there, is there anything it's, else? It's um, bodybuilding, um, physique. Fitness, figure, got it. Bikini, and am I missing something? No. Uh, wellness. Wellness. The glutes. Okay. The glutes. Oh, the glutes. Ooh. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Got it. Got it. Hey, for you guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, he, so obviously uh -huh. you're you're competing in open, and then you went to two twelve, right? right? Now, um, is that the same for in the men's as well? The mind games? Are mm -hmm. people playing mind games? I mean, obviously you could just ignore them, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I mean, uh. Pumping iron, so obviously they uh, they added dramatic effect. So uh, in uh, real life, I don't think they do a mind game. But uh, put it like this: if you are like top Olympia contender, yes, you have to be mentally very very strong. You have mm. to. If you are a lot of guys in a gym, most of the guys look great. Yeah. But on a stage, it's different. No one. You know, like most of them disappear, meaning they can't peak because of the the lot of pressures. Right. And uh, you have to travel, you have to put a ton on, you have to uh, dehydrate yourself. So it's not uh, okay. A lot of guys can be looking great or really strong on in a gym or link. You know, like a gym champions right. type of guy, <laughs> but only. Few percent G of gym guys. PRs almost the guys <laughs> are just PR, yeah, yes, yes. Yes. The gym. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 got you. So, like Instagram, for yeah. example, you can find so many great physique, but in the real life, do they look like that? Right. I don't think yes. so, right? Yes, so on a stage, you can't, you can't fake, so uh, it's uh, you have to have. Of course, you have to have strong physical. Physical is strong, but I think hundred percent it's mind. It's your So, so when was your first professional show? Back in two thousand five. So I I was in Japan still. So okay. I came here to compete, and uh, back then it wasn't. It was before social media. So right. I only information I got was magazine, right? So I look at all these guys on a, on a paper, and I and I kind of thought I knew how big they are. But in a, in a reality, I look at them in a face-to-face, in a -face mm -hmm. and uh, I was scared because they are much bigger and much you know, more conditioned than I thought. So I was scared to compete. Of course, I, I, didn't even, I couldn't even brace. You know, I was just there. Then the second year, same thing happened, but... Uh, that's when I, I thought, okay, I need to move here in order to compete with these guys. Because to me, they are like a monster, look like a monster. Yeah. Like they, they didn't <laughs> look like human. You know? But when I start competing here, living here, training with them, I find out they are same human. You know? Sometimes <laughs> I, I, I superior, in the training, I beat them because I, I was training really hard and right. I was a little smaller size, so I had more endurance. So these big guys quit before exercise finished. So I, I start 
you know, making confident, okay, these guys are human. I can beat them. <laughs> you humanized you. Humanize right. them. Not, yeah. Right. You knocked them. So, okay, that, that's actually a really good question right there is that you guys were both competing really before social media really kicked off. I mean, right. for me, I, I think social media is maybe like 2008. I mean, I have MySpace and stuff, but right. but it wasn't the same level as Facebook. Right. right? Yeah. So how, um, I just go to you back to you for a second. So how did you adjust to your competing and then it goes to Facebook, Instagram? Because that's pretty crazy. That's really what, because like, it starts morphing into like almost like people are blogging their life. Right. Yeah. So I was the one who always hid. And okay. when I say that, they already labeled me as introverted. Mm. But that was, that was not it. I was really focused. I wasn't the person. I would show up to an event, but I would never stay. I was not the last one in the room. I will appear and I'll disappear. With this MySpace, the Facebook, and a little bit of the um, Instagram, I never liked the media. Right. Because it's, to me, and I still say this today, even though it's our world today, it's a lot, a lot of misconceptions of people's livelihood, which is really not true. And when you meet that person, it's all another level. Right. It's different. So I made a point to not post. I did very little photo shoots. I kept my, um, my ability to be considered relevant, mm -hmm. large, because I wouldn't shoot. I wouldn't work with a lot of people. So when you did, it was like, wow. It was, it was like, event. oh, my God, I'm shooting with Iris. Iris is appearing, blah, blah, blah. So that was my way. And I would never, ever go on the Internet and research my athletes or find out who's doing the show. It wasn't important. It was about Iris standing in the mirror and knowing exactly what she wanted to look like, yeah. which was the X factor. I knew you had to have wide shoulders, wide shoulders, taper waist, big right. legs. So the Internet was merely another device that allow us to search and communicate in another way right this is like reminding me a lot of like the shadow and stuff you know dorian yates because he was just like banned he would just like go away yes and just come back and then everyone's like oh damn it yes they're like shit <laughs> we lost you know hell iris is here again right. damn yes and no. i did two shows a year right the miss olympia and the arnold and i won both every year back Sheesh. and forth <laughs> so um i don't want to sound like i'm very bragging i'm bragging about myself but it was legitimately true once you won the olympia you don't yeah. want you don't do another show right. you wait like wait. i wouldn't be mad at tom brady talking shit <laughs> <laughs> right i mean it's everybody's got their lanes of where like they're, they're yes. kind of going off but um i i guess too like uh, there's something you said earlier which was that i mean basically it had something to do with like they found you kind of n not ungrateful but like Hard to it hard to work. Is that code for like you? They just couldn't make they like they were trying to make money off of you, right? And because I know they take advantage of bodybuilders a lot. They, they think really... we're supposed to stay available for them to take our photos and put them in the magazine, and they get paid, and we just be that idol for right. our fans to view in the magazine. And I I took it differently. I went to Alcorn State University, and I got a BA in, in business and a minor in accounting, and I literally said, I'm going to manage myself. Any photographer who wants to shoot Iris Cow, amateur or pro, you're going to pay for those photos because you're going to get paid, so you're going to have to compensate me because I live by what I get paid. I did have a job, but I still needed that sponsorship, that large endorsement, which I did not have at par during part of my career. So I said, if I'm going to do a photo shoot, you're going to pay me 2500 And anything else that I do, you're going to pay me. 
That's how so I Iris is very Iris has always been very very difficult. You guys in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I no, was very. But I, I want I want to let that be known because that is that happens so much in the in every same thing in crypto as well. I mean, there's a lot of stuff where like your up and coming channel these these other coins use you essentially just to, like as exit liquidity for your community. Like you you spend all this time to get this audience, and then. They give they give you this little token, like you know, jokingly, like a, a token, coin. little coins and stuff like that. And then you may the person who does it gains like this little flash, flash in the pan, and they make millions off of your off of your likeness or off of your community, and that's it. And some people, and but and some guys, I mean, they're 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 I guess they they allow it. Other people, they don't allow that and stuff. And so I I always find that really interesting. So Hide, so the same thing for you, right? Mm-hmm. Is social media is coming around mm-hmm. and I, yeah. I know you were i know you were talking about that basically you know these people are like monsters to you initially mm-hmm. but did social media help you like see that there are real life people because you actually because everyone's kind of self-snitching <laughs> <laughs> everyone's, so d- is that what happened was it social media or or mm-hmm. because you moved to the states and you saw them in the gym so uh to me uh, i'm a little bit different from iris because i came from a different country yes so uh i uh Okay, let's let's see. Uh, the back then, there was no Japanese, there was no, I mean, foreigners, you know, right, to compete. Then right. uh, or American, right? Then I I wanted to compete. I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be make li- making a living from bodybuilding, right. right? So I came here. Of course, first I, I had no sponsor, but I the reason why I moved to California because it was a mecca, right. mecca bodybuilding and a gold gym. All the photographer was there, and then uh, if you if I was training there, I was easily featured in the magazine. So I knew they took advantage of me, but I mm. I took advantage because <laughs> I, I, I wanted to be in a cover to right. be sponsored. By back then, it was okay if you are if you are a good athlete, you get the supplements company sponsorship. Yeah. You get the magazine sponsorship. You get the closing deal. So these three are uh, the main source of income right. of professional bodybuilder back then. It's it's different now, but yeah. so I wanted to. I I was aiming for that. Then uh, I got first big contract with Gaspari Nutrition, oh, which I still work with Rich Gaspari right now. But back then, 2009, I signed with them oh, nice. first time. First time. First first time. Then uh, I start you know, making money from just doing training and uh, sweeping and eating. Right. Then uh, next one came uh, from a magazine, which I did a photo shoot with uh, uh, Masumag, which was a Canadian magazine. Back right. then it was big, the Masumag. And the third one was a closing deal. <laughs> then I- He worked it. Yeah, I, I, I was, you know, I wanted to be just, you know, uh, training, sweeping and uh, just, you know, like uh, living body within life without working real job. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> say real job, but that's happened to me. Like, so I, I just did a bodybuilding for 10 years, you know, just training and everything else. Just, you know, I just was focusing training. So that was my dream. I wanted to be just like that bodybuilding, you know, traveling all over the world. Right. And I came, you know, that dream came true. So because I use all this magazine and a <laughs> uh, photo shoot, so I, like it's it's uh it's uh, opposite to iris i i just wanted to be more uh future yeah all these right. uh media 
No, and I and I kind of understand that. And so, like, I mean, obviously, as like I'm an immigrant as well. <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Hispanic, Mexican. Oh, but yeah. I mean, a little easier to transition over here in California. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, qué pasa, compas? Yeah. Pero, um, but you know, but it is that sort of thing where like you do have to work really hard to just yeah, break so in, just different. so they allow you to like right. the first step, and then right. from there, it's just you know you go from right. there, right? right? So, did you feel like you had to do much more like? I wouldn't say free shots or something, but like a lot more extra work in order to like for them to say, okay, let's let's give you a shot. Let's let's see what you have. So I was probably I didn't want to say I don't want to say lucky, right? But I was different. So if I wasn't that good as a bodybuilder, no one no one really cared. But fortunately, I I start you know being recognized by judges and I start placing good. Mm. So then I was different. So I uh, I wanted to sell my image different way, you know, say so I'm I'm from Asia, then I, yeah. so that's why I I wanted to like, you know, stereotype with dragons, you know, so yeah. you know people think you know hey, you gotta, you gotta lean into it, you gotta <laughs> lean into it. Yeah, dragons, all these this stereotype, but I I didn't care. I wanted to be represent right. Asia, and uh, uh, answering your question, I needed to be more doing more work. I don't know. I mean, I I thought it was my advantage, you know. Like I I use my uh, minority status as a, as an advantage. So in Japan, like for example, being in on time is very yeah. common. Right. You, know, you have to be on time. Like I was told. Yeah, I you, was, you were here early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so very like still, oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah. Still, <laughs> I'm I I keep that habit. You know. Right. Then uh, if I show up on time or a little early. People say, oh, Hide is excellent, but to me, it's normal, right? Right. So I use all these uh, Japanese advantage as a... So when I when I came to here, uh, I I feel like it's more relaxed, and I, I feel right. more like relaxed, and I feel... Because in Japan, really traditional, is you have to be this and that. You right. know, really. Yeah, you're, so you you're, have on, to, you're on time, you're late, yeah. you're five minutes early, you're on time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like you have to be in, a, in their... How you call it? Like you kind of like uh, feel like not relaxing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's very tra- traditional. Yeah. I mean, but, there's people that sleep and they're so tired. They, they there's a class of people that sleep on trains. Right. Yeah. Work. It's oh, tired. That's how hard yeah. they're working. Yeah. yeah it's a tired. working yeah. culture. Yeah. So it's uh, I feel like a lot of pressure in Japan and uh, but I, I came here and uh, I I really appreciate all these uh, people's you know more like uh, friendly and uh, yeah. relaxed and. Uh, there's some people and lazy. No, no. It's, uh, sorry. <laughs> some people find it like lazy or like a negative way. But to me, it's it's everything else here. Like I feel great, and uh, so I didn't feel like I I did more sacrifice of work. But I just love being here and I love bodybuilding. Got it. That so I mean that's that whole thing is like you you everyone's born with a different like everyone's got a different like a hand right but you got to play the hand the best that you can right, right? Mm-hmm. you got to use everything to your advantage right and then it's sometimes in some of these disadvantages you use it as a chip on your shoulder to just push yourself hard now I feel bad for the people who have got the four aces and they f- and they fumble the hand somehow <laughs> <laughs> but yes. I, but this is what happens with guy like a lot of guys and a lot of women like you know um, in the financial sense like you know they're they're very wealthy parents. And they don't have to try very hard, or they're spoiled rotten on that side, or they get lucky. I mean, this is why people who win the lottery they go broke within the next five years. They lose it all. I mean, imagine winning twenty five, thirty million dollars. It's gone. Gone. Can you believe it? I was watching um, a lottery 
situation this morning on TV about yeah. people making so much money now they're backstroking because they lost everything. Wow. Selling homes and um, they have all this mail from others where they're asking for money and they don't have the money anymore. It's just like, yeah, just to know how to manage it. it it's family and stuff. So, so obviously, I know you had you told your family like, no, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you guys are like. Both of you guys are so successful. I mean, just statistically average, just of the population of any, it doesn't matter race or anything, is the tip of the pyramid. That's why I call the like um, Olympus. You know, the top of Mount Olympus. I, I say this to my students all the time: is that when I when uh, when the last time we did the big party here in Vegas, I like we splurged. We we went everyone to nightclubs. We did everything because I wanted to show people what was that next level, on the fun side, right? right? Uh -huh. Because a lot of them had never ever touched it, right? But when you do reach that level and people know you're successful, even if like, because I know there's a lot of people that like, like this happens in crypto too. They're like, you're very successful. You have, you're popular, but you don't have money. There's actually right. a lot of crypto guys that are degenerate gamblers. Mm -hmm. And this is in every industry. People who look very successful, they, they're, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith looking very successful, right. you know, own the farm and they're, they, <laughs> they got credit card debt up to here right. and it, they're in big, big trouble. Right. They're keeping up with the Joneses. But how did it affect you when people knew that you're, you know, you're Kyle Iris now? You know, you're Hide and, and you go to Japan and stuff and you have a success or people are knocking at the door trying to get things from you or how do you handle that? I, I um, From my standpoint, because I have that, that stance that's a little bit intimidating to approach right. and they know that from day, not day one, but from my history of bodybuilding, I was considered introverted. So my personal life was hands off. I guarantee you, if we we hung out for two weeks, mm -hmm. everyone will ask you the question about me. They won't ask me. Right. So, in other words, to my storyline would mostly be people are still afraid to ask the question. <laughs> They're afraid to find out what's so mysterious about Iris. Or, right. Don't you ask Iris that? No. You would most likely go to someone who's probably closer to me. One degree of separation. Something Absolutely. Like yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm, I, hell, you're in the gym. Yeah. I'm very friendly. You're very, I use, very friendly. I use everyone's names. I go up and speak to everyone, talk to them, give them ideas on their workouts, the whole nine yard. Also tell them, put your weights away, wipe the equipment down, all those things. Yep. Um, but do people just reach out and say, Iris, could you help me? No, because you know what? And it's sad to say, most people, if you're going to give them some, please don't expect it back. Yeah, yeah. It's very high that you're actually giving away that whatever they're asking. Right. So, yes, we're at the top, but yes, we have other goals that we're trying to meet. Right. Do we want to take care of everyone as much as possible? Of course we do, right. but where do they leave us for our future? So we hand out some but we have to also say be responsible to say no right right so that's my story on that uh, and if did. that made sense no it made perfect sense yeah. so that i mean but that that's why that's what we want people to like because it, 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 everyone's a different story but then it comes because i got another question in a minute in a minute when it comes to that so hide so now that you know, you be, you're like the first person from japan to go to you know the, the arnold classic and the olympia now you go back to japan or you go or you're here in in um, vegas you know you own the you own the powerhouse gym the best gym in all of las vegas <laughs> i like <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> coined but what, 
Or, that's a coin. Sorry. That's, yeah. <laughs> Pen pending. Uh, <laughs> but um, as um, uh, God damn it. <laughs> but um, as I mean, as th- as time goes on, right? Um, I know, like th- this is kind of the question I was going to ask you in a second, but if they're not asking for money or that, they're they're asking for your time. Yes. Right. Are people coming up to you asking you, can you train me? Can you, can you like, can I go, can I work under you? Can you mm. like online coach me? Like, is that is what's going on right now a lot? Like where you feel like maybe you like they're, they're trying to pile on the plate too much. Yeah. How you? <laughs> can I, can I interrupt Hide? <laughs> yeah, you can. Hide's, he's a very, he's, he's probably the most generous guy on this planet earth almost that I know of. He will give you his last shoe. Mm. And knowing that he know he's not gonna get it back, right. although he mm-hmm. needs it, so I'm gonna let him go from there. So training people is one of my passion. You know, I've been doing this since uh, 20. So I, yeah. the first work I did was in a gym, and uh, back then it wasn't even personal training. Just you know, I was just teaching because you know, yeah. my my experience. But right now, it's training business is really big. You know, huge and. Uh, uh, to me, like some people, okay, Ide is making like tons of money, you know, training people. Uh, I don't want to say this, but reality is not that like that. It's uh, it's a lot of like because uh, if okay, let's say most of bodybuilder, I I was too, but don't have much money because right. y- if you make money, you you spend, spend money, it. you know, yeah, invest you know. yourself, food supplements, you know, etc. So, uh, but guys, you know, they, they want to work out. They want to be good. And, uh, of course, they ask, ask somebody to train them almost like uh, most of them free or something little, right? But most of the time, I, I, it's hard to say, say no, you know, if I have time, right? Right. So I, it's, it's, I don't mind. I don't mind that, you know, actually. Because I, 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 when I was younger and then coming up, I... I did the same thing, you know. I asked my uh, coaches, you know, to train, yeah. and uh, in exchange, I I was coming up, so they would coming up with me, right? So these things happen in the bodybuilding communities again, and uh, it's really changed because of social media. Yeah. Some guys, uh, most of them, not competing, but they they making great money, you know, awesome money from uh, their presence, right? Without competing, but competition. I have to say, most of guys sacrifice a lot, but they don't, they get the little. So I, I feel still bad. So uh, these guys competing amateur, yeah. they, uh, most of them are, I don't I, most of them broke. You know, yeah. Like yeah. they're still competing there because they're passion. That's their passion. So I want to just support, support them, you know. Right. That's, that's and, and do you think it's... M- all right, this might be tough to say, but like, do you think it's because it's a lack of just not knowing any business sense, or right. or or yeah. is it just because you know they're following the dreams and don't and don't care what it you know what exactly. are to throw it all away you know exactly so it's, I if you are dedicate if you have dedication to be look like that you can be anything good you know you can be good at business too I right. but I was when I was competing. I was so focused on too, oh my God. Almost, almost too much, too focused on, you know, competing, bodybuilding. Yes. Body so I was, okay, I got all the sponsorship, but I very 
live, especially in California. Right. I didn't save anything. Those, <laughs> those taxes, I'm yeah. serious. <laughs> so I was, okay, I, I, I was looking back and uh, I didn't want to say this. I wasted a lot of uh, my uh, time not learning stuff, right. like, you know, investing in all this stuff. Now, you know, I'm, I'm of course, I'm, I'm a little smarter, so yeah. I'm, I'm doing it, but I want to say all these like, upcoming guys, okay, you can be that good, you know, dedication, you can be great businessman, you can make money. Right. Yep. I mean, that's why I would always recommend for somebody just to get even one year of a sales job. Just mm-hmm. some, just something, because that that sales will just, I, and maybe it just it just puts a little small gear in the brain mm-hmm. that later on they're like, yeah, maybe I should make a shirt, or maybe I should yeah. do this, or like yeah. sell, sell yourself, just sell something from something or somewhere. Especially now that that's the next level of like monetization, because it's like you're right, the sport was basically magazines or sponsorship and then prize money from shows right now we also have the avenue where you guys don't some guys don't even compete or maybe they just get the pro card and then they're pretty much youtubing right doing stuff like that but see there would you do what? something would you do something different i mean i, I guess i know maybe not for you <laughs> maybe not for you i mean you're the, the pinnacle i well to, to be honest and this is legitimately being very transparent yeah if i had to turn the pages back I would have to travel a different way because we had the magazine. So we did look at those magazines and say, I want that too. Mm. But do, did we know exactly what that was that they were having because they were in the magazine? Right. No, we just know that we wanted to be in the magazine and we wanted to do exactly what we were witnessing in the magazine. So what our athletes are doing today is they're taking the fame from the professional athletes and wanting it too. Right. And they don't matter. It doesn't matter what it takes to get there. If they have to be broke to get there, unhealthy to get there, but have the auto appearance yeah. to be there, they're going to do it. This is going to come last when they don't have right. the physique. When are they going to wake up? No one can travel that travel but themselves to right. get out of it. So that's how it works. You, what you're explaining is literally something called a blue pill doll. Now, this is usually uh, for guys. They, they have a girl version of this, but the, it's, the blue pill alpha is basically a guy that's coasting off of basically look or super talent and just has a very bad mentality. But because he's so good looking or is so talented that everyone just lets him go, lets him do. So the girl's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. They're right. all the girlfriend, all the, and then what happens is as they get older, it fades away, the talent or the looks a little bit, and then life yep. hits. Wake up. Wake up. It's mm-hmm. gone. It's the same thing with the on the other side. It's more common on the woman's side, but that's because it's so many females that are just beautiful already. Right. It's it, We can't really call it like a blue pill, really. It's because yeah. it, that's kind of like the general operating sort of thing versus men. There is men that like have this unbelievable talent, same thing with women, unbelievable talent, or anyone can be delusional with, if you have this God-given talent, this like incredible, like you're just like the percent of a percent of a percent of the population, or you're just so good looking, both man or woman, that you can just be stupid. Right. Right. It's really rare when you are, when you got that talent and you're, you're smart. smart. Oh, wow. Absolutely. You, you have it. the whole package. And if you got that gift of gab, silver it's tongue devil, over. it's, it's all, all over. over. And see, this is another, uh, very important point is that we're at the top of the p- pinnacle of our sport. We're on the limelight. Everything is bright. Everything is blooming how we right. want it. And then we don't compete. Where do we go? Right. Do it get dark because we're not relevant? 
or do we continue to grow? I'm going to be honest with you. When I competed my last show, I won. So I went out on top. So I'm still in heaven. Right. Most athletes return and they lose and they're not that great. Right? right. They're, that value disintegrate. I was able to correctly live through Hide because he was still competing when I stopped. So I still had the nutritional story. We were still traveling. We had shows in Japan to a year. And I was still in the mix. I just wasn't on stage. Right. Living through Hide, also still being very relevant in the sport, I didn't have a chance to descend mm. or have that depression or be in a dark space. That's the same thing with someone very beautiful, very smart talent all those things start to fade everything just it's a big crash. yes yeah. so you have to let your brain work for you as much as possible and we're still learning it's a lot of other things that we're trying to do and learn we want to pick your brain sure so um it's a lot of growth still going right and that's what it's all about because i mean you guys i mean i've known a lot about and i don't know the crazy level bodybuilders like you guys but i mean for the bodybuilders i know yeah they're you know they're broke or they're you know they're doing okay but nothing crazy nothing crazy so now that you guys you know you guys are top of your sport you guys are making money you guys are working hard and you guys are investing money obviously are, are you planning on trying to expand powerhouse as a brand or are you just making investments doing real estate because like right now in over this next year we're probably going to get a real estate bottom as interest rates increase stop mm -hmm. me at any point if i'm talking too much but no. um we're going to get a couple more rate interest rate increases, which means it's going to put pressure on real estate. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to start having the rates come down. So that means like, well, for a point in time, maybe a year or so, we're going to have real estate being semi cheapish, and then it's going to start jacking up. Same thing with equities, crypto, everything. If they lower rates down, money's going to be flowing. And this is a big thing that I try to teach students is during those times is during that time when everyone's, you know, drinking that ambrosia that's got that, like it takes them off the table. Because um, this happens a lot in my industry. I would imagine it happens in your industry as well. But except when someone falls off, they don't come back up. Right. Right. Is that we, we have the, this every four years, we, we bounce up. Every four years in crypto, right? So we, we get to live a couple times. And that, but every, um, this is why we say it usually takes two cycles for people to make it three to really get the nut, basically. Right. So... Are you guys investing in equities, crypto, real estate, or are you guys putting it all back in your business? Because I know, it, 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 like, you know, that's a really big thing of like getting older and getting smarter is knowing where to put your money. Right. So we, what we're doing is we're taking baby steps, okay. and when I say baby steps, is that you, it, it really takes five years for a business to be successful. Yeah. You don't want to jump. You don't want to leap too far until you have that blueprint mastered. And, and, and you have to be smart doing it. You, you, want, you don't want to cut corners, but you want to be smart with the money that you are bringing in. So to really try to venture out and open an, another gym, yeah. it wouldn't be very smart of us, right. especially on the equity as far as real estate right now. Right. Do we want to venture out? Who knows what the Lord is going to allow to process for us. We take our money. We save it. Um, I, I totally believe in taking my money and making it invest in a more cash flowing aspect right. i don't know your your side of the board yeah uh, I, that's why i want to get yeah. more information to help me have cash work in right. the best of my ability and he as well so um just really being smart with what you got and of course the banks are not doing anything for as far as making money so right. investing in trying to make it grow is very important that's where we are right now but business-wide opening more businesses i don't think that'd be very smart for us right.
Yeah, because there is that whole thing of just having too much on your plate. Yes. I've hit that a couple times, Charlie. <laughs> We've hit that quite a bit. Like, oh, we, we, we did... yeah, we always bite off a little too much sometimes, but it just is. But we, but we love it. Um, but in terms of my industry, it is um, you. It's mostly capital appreciation. So we put we put a dollar in. We usually get somewhere between ten to fifteen out. That's the range there. Five if we did kind of bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now um, we try to let Mark because he's in the business. Yes. I don't want to. I know he doesn't have a mic, but um, he's been in the finance business for Mark. He's been in the finance business thirty years. Thirty years. Sheesh. Here, come yeah. to the mic. Scoot you up. You want to come to the mic? And he pretty much helps us make wise decisions. Got it. He share a lot of the business side um, of what we should and shouldn't do, the investments we should make, yeah. and things of that nature. If you want to speak a little bit about, <laughs> don't be shy. It's okay. No, yeah. they're, they're doing all the right things. They're focusing on. You got to come up to the mic. <clears throat> they're doing all the right things, not to speak for them, but they... Um, they assessed their cost structure really well when they right. started the company, and um, the way they approached the capital structure was really smart. So they're they're conservative business people. Yeah. And I think that comes from their incredible work ethic. Right. And not taking anything for granted, and put it, both of them put down incredibly strong foundations in it in anything that they do. That's 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 perfect. So that and that's the main thing too is just. Um, like now I've got like I am a, I'm in crypto this is like high risk high return but also extreme danger of mm -hmm. course right so uh in crypto right the younger the person the more they can be a little crazy be it is like basically if you're 25 and I mean, realistically if you're 21 and younger your money's not, doesn't do anything really unless your parents have saved you up something and you have like a nut for like for college or something like that but as you, the older you are, the less you can put in, kind of, because you can't mess up what you already have because you have less time to make it back. Ooh. Right. Now, we can't ever, I can't ever, like, you have to put money. No, that's crazy. No. It, it's everyone, like, this is why, I, like, in the beginning of my show, I always have, uh, at the end of the day, you are the person who pushes the red or the green button. Buy, oh. buy or sell, right? But normally, you put money in the bear market. So when everyone hates crypto, this is when you buy. We, we told it, we, we had the last party we did, right? It was a month before we hit the all-time low. We bought Bitcoin at $15,500. We bought Ethereum at $800. Bitcoin's at 30000 Bitcoin's at, oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, Bitcoin's at 30000 Ethereum's at 1800 So we're about a 2.2x on Ethereum, two times on the money on Bitcoin, and that's the big two. Mm. That's the big two. That's like, that is what we, that's like our S&P 500 and NASDAQ. That's, that's our, our float, basically. Whatever those do, it's sort of like a fat man on, on a teeter-tot. If, if those do a 10x, uh -huh. some of these small ones do 20, 30, 40, 100. But it's the, the risk and stuff like that because it's all about percentages. So some pe so as, as for me, like right now, I'm probably, I'm probably 90, 10 crypto, crypto assets and stuff like cash and stuff like that, real estate, but 90% crypto, of course. So... Um, I have, I'm major I have a good portion in Ethereum, but because I've been in the market a long time, I've, I've, had, a I've had assets and coins for over six years. Mm. I have positions and things that I've had for a long time now. So they've, they've been able to grow to a lot. Like Hex has grown a lot for me, Pulse Chain, Pulse X. Um, I still have like a Litecoin, LOL. <laughs> right, so I've had some of these older assets, Ethereum, Bitcoin, I still have those as well. And I have this good well-rounded portfolio but it took me a while to build it up because i mean i was buying it since 2016 
I'm th- oh, I'm, wow. I'm 32 right now. So, like, I mean, it's basically I've been buying it since I was, like, 25, basically, right? Really putting money into the market. And it was me basically taking my – I used to run a uh, landscape business. Mm-hmm out of California and Monterey. And um, I just would every day, initially when I started it, uh, I was homeless, homeless for like, you know, four months, living out of a 2006 Dodge Charger, the red one. Kyle remember You clearly remember that one. You can, you <laughs> can hear it from, from three blocks away, trying to like, boom, those loud exhaust, <laughs> living out of the car. But we saved up money, got a truck, and then just kept buying tools from there. And, and I had a, this is also the thing, my family did help me. They, they gave me, my uncle gave me a couple houses to start off um you know you know 160 dollars a month 80 dollars a month a couple houses and Mm -hmm. then from there i was able to kind of part-time work with my father and his company and then on my own until eventually i built it out to myself where i was working completely by myself in in this little truck little uh, it was like a white nissan truck and then eventually i ended up upgrading to like a 19 was 1980 nine red tacoma pickup this little little pickup truck with these little <laughs> things on it. but i then eventually grew that out where i, um, I niched into um uh, niched into irrigation work mm-hmm. and you know grew the business from just myself to 20 employees wow uh, and made that a million dollar business wow that's awesome killing myself for sure i mean right? I, have, I have the back injury to prove it already <laughs> right <laughs> so i'm now- 32 kind of limping like an old man a little bit <laughs> But um, but slowly, like some days I would like skip lunch just to put $20 into Bitcoin. And slowly over time, I, I threw $20, $40 as I started getting more and more work and just really saving up. I was able to get a full Bitcoin at the time, which was like $6,000. And some of these Bitcoins that I had um, in Ethereum that I bought for $80, I put it into Hex and some of these other coins. And I was able to turn that into millions. Wow. But, but I was... Fully, I was only work and my investments. So I, the beautiful thing about my work as a blue collar worker at the time is you could turn it off and, and you can only work from sun up to sundown. That's it. So I was able to just funnel capital into there. But because I was young, I, I was able to, I, I, in my head, I was like, okay, I can take the risk right now. I can throw everything into it. Now um, I'm still throwing a good chunk into it, but I'm saving a lot of money and then I'm, I'm about to buy some real estate and stuff like that. So like I'm doing that side now, like, because this is why like I just recently was on Robert Kiyosaki's show this morning. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the thing is like crypto and real estate are really like this because real estate's kind of like uh, the granite floor we wish we had, mm-hmm. but it's gross steady versus crypto is very sporadic, very huge ups. So in crypto, we kind of want solid ground because we don't have it. It's like we, it's like we kind of live in quicksand a little bit mm-hmm. or like in, in, a, in a house like that. So um, what, what, what we do is like, so most of our capital, most of our capital is like, we get huge capital appreciation. And for about a year and a half, we have good income because these coins provide yields. That means like we, it's staking it is basically, it's almost like a promise not to sell. So I'm promising not to sell it and it will pay me a return in inflation mm. or in just um, the revenue of the com- of the digital company that it is in the space. And that and then during certain times, like, I mean, I remember during um, I would say like peak of 2021, mm-hmm. like I was I was making like 40,000 a day just off of yield alone, just coming in, coming in, coming in. But that was during peak, time. peak times and stuff. So during those times and I was just throwing that. So throwing that into stable coins. So anytime you hear stable coins, that's USDC. That's dollar coins, right? So I'll, one of the big mistakes people do is they, they make a bunch of money on the coin and they leave it there. Uh-huh. And what'll like happen that. is Ethereum will look, bo- Ethereum is a stable, it will look boring. Uh-huh. And what'll happen is 
when it goes up like this, they should throw it either into dollars or into 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 Ethereum because Ethereum's the so it's like the S and P five hundred. It keeps chugging along up and up and up. And what happens is your company's high and fly one year, and the next year, it doesn't do anything. So that's the big mistake is that a lot of people they they, they you have to rotate assets sometimes. But this is where it gets a little complicated. This is why we tell people like if you're going to invest into it, you should have especially if you're brand new. Half of it should be in Bitcoin and Ethereum because you want to have long-term capital gains because there, because our, our industry is very cyclical. We have to take profits. So we don't want people to have to take these like short-term capital gains, which means that you can get taxed at 30% or because you, if you make a million dollars, you're, you're maxed out at federal, but you, but luckily in the beautiful state of Las Vegas, we do not <laughs> no pay state ta taxes. taxes. No state taxes. And um, you learn really quickly about taxes when you make that first, you're really happy. You're like, wow, this is so amazing. I finally made some money. <laughs> and then like, Uncle Sam's like, hey, have. Hey, Kim, give me, <laughs> give me some. Right. Oh, yeah. And then the promise too is like, people have spending habits. Yes. And then we have, we, I mean, we had tons of guys, they made hundreds of, I mean, guys who came in with a couple grand, pulled out their first hundred thousand of their life. And a year later, poof, gone. it's gone. gone. And they're like, Miguel, I don't know what to do. I'm like 15 in debt and stuff like that. And like, like some, we've had to talk to some of these kids. It's the first, like a lot of people, it's the first time ever making money. And they're like, the government's going to take me like, no, no, it's okay. You can make a payment plan. It's not the end of the world uh -huh. and stuff. You, we, we can work it out. And then they dug themselves out and stuff. But there's that whole thing of not of like having, being a mentor and being like the same thing. Like there's people like, it's my first show and I I was placed last. It's, <laughs> it's all over oh, now. Yes. Uh, I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm going back to Korea. <laughs> and you got to tell them to stick it out. Right. And yes. th this is why we say crypto is a game of attrition. It's just, and this is, and it, it's different. It's the same game, different things. And that's why it's all about these little fights. And this is why I call, and this is why I call myself dollar cost crypto. It's your dollar cost averaging into these positions. And some there's a there's a joke with like we, we people think that I'm just like consistently throwing money into the same coin forever. No, no. It's it's during certain times. Like crypt, cryptos usually uh they go down um, when we heard a bear market, they go down 80%. Mm -hmm. And this is when you start throwing these little little bit of money into them, right? I want to give a big shout out to Hide over here buying Pepe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened if you have no no knowledge of it you know just so uh you did but, pretty good though you have you have it in I your you have, you have a coinbase and a coinbase wallet i'm kind of like proud of you man <laughs> yeah. but i um you know i still have no idea what i'm doing but i will i would love to learn you know this right. stuff we will definitely we're gonna have both of you guys in the courses and stuff as you as well if you like yes, and um we for sure that's what we do we, we take people from complete novice to intermediate right mm -hmm. now it takes there's a lot of people that teach things or say like oh it's, as soon as you take my trading we, we do not do trading we do investing it's it's more it's um it's a four-year cycle so it's more of like a two to three year hold take profits and then we see what happens with the lay of the land because in crypto one month in crypto is like a year in the equities it's that crazy there's this, it's going it, this is why it's so insane like our industry is open 24 7 365 seven days a week no holidays off always on i can wake up in the middle of the night going oh my god i can eat sell and like, i have to sell <laughs> or sometimes you know like it's like oh my god the girlfriend oh my god <laughs> right so you know you, you, you this is why like it takes that self-control and to like sometimes it's i you know for some people especially on their temperament like especially if i notice a person's really like jittery uh -huh. look at it once a week i don't give that advice to everybody i some i want you i want people to like just something once a day 
15 minutes, one video here, an article there, look at the price of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Okay, cool, and that's it. But for some people, they can't handle that and they need to just see it once a week. And what'll happen is they get so used to it that they're like, wow. Like, this is what you want to know. One of the craziest facts of being in like investments and stuff is that um, if you're the, the best performing type of investor in equities or even crypto are people that died and they don't know it. <laughs> what? Yeah. So a lot of times um, pe people have their bank accounts and they have it set to like a DCA, like, you know, uh -huh. uh, $500 a week, $1,000 right. a month. Right. And they pass away. And no one informs the company about that. And there's still money in the bank account. So what happens is these the best investors are the ones that just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> that, so, that's similar to uh, people who join a gym. Yeah. And they're like, I'm the dead inside. Year, January, February, March, they're in there cold hardly. Next thing you know, back to the regulars. Yep. Yeah. And they're still members. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's how the gym. I like. I like paid a whole year up front. I'm taking. <laughs> I'm staying here. But um, I, I. Okay, this is more of a selfish question of mine. Okay. But was like, how long have you guys been in Vegas? Twelve. Personally, I've been in Vegas at least twelve years. Okay, and he did. Yeah, five years. Five years. Mm -hmm. Was the traffic always this bad? Like I remember Hell last year, no. it wasn't. That, it, last year was not that bad. I feel like this year is horrible. Everybody's coming from California, Arizona. I mean, you know, because California is expensive. Because I was in California, yes. I was in Orange County, and oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> it was crazy. It you must have said Calabasas. <laughs> <laughs> I was right down there by Newport Beach, Huntington Beach area. Yeah. So um, as I was competing, I just uh, really wasn't crazy about the. Um, the travel. So I just basically moved move to Vegas in the middle of my career so right. I can just focus on the Olympia. Man, the real estate was nice here when you first moved here. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, but now it's saturated and yeah. it's so much traffic. It's just like California now. Right. Now, um, it is. But I, like, I, part of me wants to blame, like, a part of me wants to blame, like, the, the F1 that's coming. Right? Oh, yes. They gave eight. So the, I didn't They know, gave a lot of money. 800 million, just like, here, okay, yeah, starting off, we'll give you a little more extra. Yes. So supposedly, F, so they gave 800, $800 million to fix roads around Las Vegas. I haven't seen the improvements. I know. Um, all I see is construction. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm driving down the road, and all these, these roads are like, doom, doom, doom. Nails in your tires. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, a lot, especially rocks. I got, and that's why I've, I've had to wrap the car just, just in a film. Just, I, I have these huge cuts already everywhere just i'm not even driving fast i'm just you know 120 miles an hour just simple no, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> no just just driving normal down the road and it's like there, there's construct that's why i've been t i tell guys when they drive over here drive in the middle lanes because all the other cars are pushing all the debris to the sides oh, of the roads thank you yeah, yeah my nice mercedes can't take that hey. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so he day, right? I mean, so obviously you, um, it was a buddy of yours that got you into, you know, into Pepe, right? And right. you got, you got a little Ethereum and stuff. Mm -hmm. The beautiful thing is, is you, you like, you, you did pretty good for your first time because most people, they choose a coin. Mm. Oh, it's really? zero. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, they they okay. fall for XRP Zen, you know, and he, <laughs> 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 right. But, um, that coin it's right now we're, we pretty much have bottomed. Outside of us, if there's a, I mean, obviously there's a war or something, you know, something really bad outside of that. But we're about 30, uh, 30% from the bottom, basically. So if we, if we were to get those interest rate increases, the 50% basis points that we're going to get later this year, 
um, that means Pepe could like you, you, whatever you have there, he could drop another two, you know, two like twenty, thirty percent, and that's it. So like that's the that, that you get. This is the one thing that you get very thick skin in crypto because it goes down a lot, but it goes up a lot. Versus in equities, if it goes down a lot, it could take Maybe. a while for it to recover. But it's but it's good long term investments. But it's that's where you put you know you put the put it there. You just... put it you put it there. Yeah. And go and, away. And go away. Well, that way, I still want you. Gotta, you gotta just, take a peek. You gotta take a peek always. A little due diligence, right? You gotta trust but verify. Are you taking a peek? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm in. Right now, yeah, Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, I mean, for, like, for, for you guys who are starting off, Ethereum, Ethereum, Ethereum. Okay. 18, it's, so let me see if I can share right the screen now. for one second. It is. Thank you, good sir. So right now, Ethereum. So these are the two Bitcoins, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Bitcoin. Yeah, those two right there. And I'll give you this websites later. But $30,590 and $1,870, basically, $1,880, basically. So one of the big things that when people look at this, they're like, I don't have $30,000. Or like, I do, but like, why? I mean, that, I, can put a, I can put a down payment on a car. <laughs> I, I can do this. I can do that. You know, I can get my wife out of my life. You know, like one of the, you know, one of the, you know, one of the wonders of money, right? And you can buy $5 of Bitcoin. We were telling this to Robert Kiyosaki. We were saying that you could go on Cash App for five. This is what I used to get my first Bitcoin. My first full Bitcoin that I ever had was like, I did it at five, I, $5, $20, $100 at a time until eventually I, I got the full thing. That, that, that in crypto, that is one of the big like moments that when you have a full Bitcoin. It's the big thing. It is getting harder to do because it's getting more and more. You know, Probably. the the average Americans, you know, fifty thousand dollars a year, forty thousand dollars a year. Um, even if a person's like got their cost down real low and stuff, mooching off a mom, you know, whatever we have to do in this life, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> there might be saving fifteen thousand, right? This is why, like, um, why we push guys so hard in the red pill and stuff to earn as much as they can, work hard. The work ethic that you guys have and my brother has, and you guys have is just to work as much as possible, do what you can, provide as much value. And I find a lot of guys will get to that eighty thousand, one hundred thousand, pretty fast because it's it's we're having such we're having so much money printing happening in the world that there's more opportunity. People are willing to take shots when equities go up. I, like, I I didn't know anything about equity stocks or anything, real estate. But I started noticing patterns when, like, um, I would just I would listen to Bloomberg Radio when I was just cutting lawns and stuff, and I would just notice like the stock market hit an all time high. Hey Miguel, hey, you mind if we we put a lawn in today? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and they were like, I was I was just telling my dad because I was like, hey dad, every time the stock market goes really high, like the customers really want to buy stuff or do <laughs> jobs. I went, yeah, Miguel, because my father's name is Miguel as well. I'm Junior, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, he's like. Hey, Miguel, yeah, we can't do the job right now. Things are just kind of tight. Oh, yeah, no problem. And so, I mean, the stock market's like... <laughs> <laughs> and because a lot... Because I was wondering... Because like, that's the big thing is transitioning, not just... I mean, you guys are in the in the business side. That's good. So it's it's sort of like if you go... I mean, let me see. Do I have the book here? Oh, I may not. It, the, so I, we usually, I usually have the uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, the, the quadrant and stuff. It's a really good illustration. It's been around a while, which is, you know, you're... You're a specialist, so it's like a doctor, a lawyer, or something like that. But you're still kind of you're still kind of in the rat race. You have a just a general worker in general, so it's like you know, I don't want to say wage cut, but wage cut. You have a specialist, business owner, investor, right? The four quadrants, you know, the mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. the L7 loser, right? Yes. <laughs> and those four points there are. Um, do you want to be on the right side of that? Which is you're a business owner, which you guys are. 
right? So you, you now are essentially with, with the business, you've gained scale. And scale is one of the most powerful things I've ever learned about. This is why I do a show is that whatever I do, I'm amplifying it out. Like I've done shows before where I've had six, 800 people watching me live that like I could fill an entire park and just fill the people just listening to me. And the same time too is when you guys do the show, that's, that's actually scale as well. You're in the top of Olympia scale. You have the whole place filled yeah. with mm-hmm. people that, so even if a, a little bit of people support you, it ends up equaling to a lot of not just financial value, but like social capital and everything else like that. So that, so now that's the business side. Now there's, so that's, that's scaling. That's taking your physical work and then manifesting and multiplying it out, depending on like the verticals you have. And then there's investment which is making money while you sleep. And you can, and both do that. But the business side is more of like you're pushing toward, mm-hmm. like no matter how much I invest into, into a, you know, a Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett has still got to do the correct moves to make that thing go up. I have no power over that versus, versus business. I have control over my destiny, right? right. So it's, it's very like active and semi-active, right? right? In crypto, it's, it's a bit different because some coins are so small that you may be able to bring so much people into it that they actually will go up with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But once a coin gets to the size of Bitcoin and Ethereum, I could say Ethereum, 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 Ethereum. I might be $5 of that $1,800 <laughs> maybe if I'm lucky, like, thank God. Like, you know, like that, right? So it's that's kind of the difference there. So with with that, with that so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to take my guys who are in the W9 or the specialist or in the business and get them to get into the capital class the investor class, the I, right? And that eventually earned you through REITs, like, you know, through REITs, through stocks, through, um, you know, investing into like staking hex, um, yield farming, sort of things like that. These are sort of investments you can do that brings in revenue and, and in turn also capital as well. But there's also something called like a dividend trap mm-hmm. where you, you make some investments that are paying you money. You're making five, 10% a year, 30, 40% in certain things in crypto. And, but the price keeps going down so you're earning money but you're not really gaining also in capital what you want to do is you want this either it stays flat and you earn money or it goes up and you earn money so th- those are the those are the good ones but th- that's kind of like um where you want to be long term where until eventually you have such a portfolio this is why people want to be, like shout out to justin waller a good friend of mine um you know he's buying lots of real estate right now and is having that passive income Mm-hmm. But I tell people passive income isn't passive because you, you got to be watching it or you got to be work, or you got to be working, working in it, it, working in it and stuff. Oh, there we go. There we go. There. Shout out to Rich that poor dad, the <laughs> cash flow <laughs> quadrant. There you go. But uh, great man. By the way. Great dude, by the way. Yeah. Shout out to that. And then, of course, the original book, not sponsored, by the way. But hey, <laughs> 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 he gave us like a stack of all his books, Ken McElroy and all of them, like yeah. good dudes. But um, shout out to George Gammon as well. Um, but so th- that's kind of what we're, we're, we're trying to do is like we're teaching that side of it. We're just the crypto side, which is like the new guys coming in. So um, I can go really deep into all this stuff, but I, I you know I want to get maybe back to some questions and stuff to see what everyone's saying. But um, yeah, but like, I mean, we're tomb shares all the way, bro. We're going all the way to tomb shares. <laughs> <laughs> t shares, they have them t shares and L shares. So. Um, I, I guess now, like, you guys have gotten to the point now where you, you guys are really looking for other, you guys are trying to get into other investments and keep, I mean, that's the beautiful thing about you guys is, like, you guys are always trying to learn. You guys have always had that, or is it only just off of things you're interested in? we always trying to learn. I right. mean, as long as we're living, that's important to, right. for growth. So, yes, we're always trying to 
learn new ways to earn capital, make ourselves better. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the chat's killing me. <laughs> my my brother's name is Kylo Tren on Twitter. <laughs> what is his name? They're, they're they're like it's a it's a steroid joke name. It's like a Kylo Tren. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it's like you know how, how do I get big and strong trembolone <laughs> sandwiches, right? <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Well, I get, I mean I mean that's I mean we can go into that topic I guess if we could, if you wanted to or not, but um. Now. This is a good one. This is such a good one. Okay. So w one, one of the big things that I've noticed, and um, th so this is sort of like a f uh, it has something to do with where we're heading towards because they're trying to make TRT illegal mm -hmm. in some states. It's because they don't, they don't like that people – so what, normally what ends up happening, you, your wisdom goes like this and your, your energy goes like this, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. And what's <laughs> going on now is that through like testosterone replacement therapy or steroids or anything like that, you take yourself to the point where you have the testosterone of a 21-year-old, right. but the wisdom of a 45-year-old, 50-year-old. So you're at the top of your game. You got your energy back somewhat. I mean, it's, you still got things. I mean, we're, I mean, we're all creaking a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do you feel that them banning it is basically to try to control us? Or, it, or I don't know. He, I mean, I, I mean... It's it's like because like, like everyone I I've interviewed people and they're different spec like me oh you're crazy bro like no they're not trying to ban it but I see it happening right now I see the little pushes they're trying to do I mean when the virus came around they they were trying to make it like let's just say I had the cold and you caught the cold that you could sue me for giving you the cold which is a normal human thing for all of time like right. you, you remember chicken pox parties yes I remember chicken, chicken pox, pox parties <laughs> sorry. <laughs> No, not <laughs> but do you do you feel do you feel like I mean what I mean what do you do I mean because like the difference between like TRT versus like getting on high steroids like what's the difference is is it a big difference in terms of how it makes you feel or do you feel like it's just more muscle growth and then it, people with a bad attitude have the attitude? It's a myth. It's a myth. Let, I'll I'll say this on my behalf of what I know. Okay. <sighs> TRT. Most likely, you probably go into a clinic and you're mm -hmm. you're seeing someone in prof in the professional field that's right. going to give you the right dosage and basically on your your blood work, it's going to provide you adequate doses of that TRT. Right. Um, with the black market steroids, you're swimming. Mm. It's a it's, you can drown. Right. It's very it's a very dark space because you don't know where you what you're getting. Is it because it's not standardized anymore? Because I know it, I've, um, I'm just trying to go from. I know it was legal in the 70s. Uh huh. And do you think now that it's a, it's like because what I what this is just from pe people telling me because I haven't done steroids not yet, but uh, <laughs> not yet, <laughs> but um, but um, they said that it was like it started it was it was legal then it became then it became illegal but it was still like pretty good stuff and then they started getting very squirrely do you think it's because you had a lot of chinese manufacturers who just had people making like stuff out of bathtubs <laughs> I, I i'm gonna still say it's illegal i wouldn't get on the plane with it right i i wouldn't carry it around and and be loose with it so me personally i'm saying it's legal to the day i'm die right um i don't know how he they feel about it but uh, you you never know what can happen right if you're stopped and you have those those kind of items with you you you, you just really don't know which way it's going to go for you so right. you better stick with what is 
what, what, we, what you really know, and I think is illegal. Right. Unless you have a script. Right. Which, it, it isn't that difficult for someone to get the script, because, like, I mean, like, with all the things that they're feeding us or stuff like this, shout out my monster. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, Hide, um, I mean, do you, do you think that they're, they're, they're on purpose trying to make our testosterone lower? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the somebody tried to control us, it's, I think, definitely yes. And uh, somebody do want us uh, low energy for mm. some some you know the degree and uh i always thought when i was in japan so in uh, in the states a lot of people watch japan as well japan as well yeah japan is more wow so yes, i would say in japan most of people watch only five i believe five tv channel so <laughs> it's, yes. it's wait wait so yes wait. channel seven that's yeah. it yes five <laughs> it's not even seven. Just Naruto, you guys. Just yeah. Boruto. That's it. So, That's all we're watching. So uh, when I came here, I was surprised there were hundreds of TV channels. Here. <laughs> so I was like, "Holy shit, it's a lot!" Right? <laughs> but in Japan, believe me, it's people. Most of the people watch only five channel. So sure. imagine if you put the certain information in five channel, it's so easy to control people. Right. Then I thought, hmm, I was, I believe certain things, and uh, okay, let's say. Uh, CNN, right? Yes. In Japan, CNN is everything, right? You mm. know, like in a, in, a, in a foreign news, it's always CNN. Mm. You know, CNN came in, and uh, it's, it's even, it's, it, was, it's, it, isn't, it, it isn't even full, full uh, script. I right. mean, full, uh, what do you call it? Like the spectrum on both sides. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's cut it, right? So, okay, let's say police brutality. Right. So police was hitting the people not doing anything, you know, but actually hitting criminal people, right? If you see whole, whole, whole uh, script, whole film, yeah. but they cut it, then uh, they told people in America, police hit the regular non-criminal people, then right. people believe it. Right. So I was one of them. And I came here, it's not just CNN, it's all different, you know, channel, it's different, you know, information here. Then, uh, if you go Twitter or Instagram or most of them not complete information, if you can't believe everything else in there. So you have to do your own research. Obviously, if somebody wants to control us, it's very easy. And you know, I think one testosterone is one of them. Got it. So <laughs> this is dumb, <laughs> but, but um, do you, do you, so do you think all right so obviously you, like you came from japan you you're working out you know the diet in japan right. do you think it's from all the soy in the diet or do you think mm -hmm. it's just because they're pushing a certain mentality i know it's a very high anytime you're working high stress a lot of hours mm -hmm. like low sleep your testosterone goes down right but it there is also something with food i i, I know like uh, it, like japan is so famous for the convenience stores the 7-elevens and everything are like incredible compared they're to over great here. yeah they're <laughs> incre incredible right and they have a healthier diet they have fish and stuff but they're also dealing with low testosterone too mm -hmm. so do you think do you think it's more of just like the amount of because japanese work very hard like Hispanics mm -hmm. and Japanese, my God, <laughs> very, very, very we're up there. Ethic is we're, ethic. we're out here trying to kill each other, <laughs> working hard, right? But yeah. do you think do you think it has to do more with like the crazy hours, or it because it has to be somewhere? It's either like they're not getting enough sleep, they're being overworked, mm -hmm. 
the food or it or I know they drink a lot and and it's a big part of culture and stuff. They I mean they I, shout out to Charlie all this information right here. <laughs> but you know they push they push you know having to you know drink with your boss. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So all these are culture. It's it's not the last fifty years. It's it's like a before war. You mm. know, like it's a, it's a culture. So I'm not sure back then. Uh, peop- of course, you know, got, uh, the certain people wanted to control, but low testosterone. It's a uh, it's more like a, I I I, uh, I spoke in a, in a uh, out of a mic, but it's like a social pressure. Mm. Like uh, I think it, in America. I think this is the only country you you can kind of still can say whatever you want, you know, like still, you know, it's it's and people don't believe that, but yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's it is true. true. Yeah, it's yeah, still if you, true. If you go other countries, it's it's far more strict, you know, far more limited right. than uh, Japan, Europe. I, I think it's more traditional. So uh, it's it's true in uh, some certain degree, the raw testosterone came from that uh, culture mm. things, social pressure. So again, I mean, I'm 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 appreciate being here because uh, American people probably take it for granted, but we we came from <laughs> yeah. the place. So uh, this is uh, still the the most the free country right. in the world, still. God bless America, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. But I I have a I have a theory of like why, but I I seems <laughs> not appropriate. What? Say it. But. All right, so I'm only bringing up the Japan version because it's the same in every other culture. So obviously, the food in America is easy. The food, right? Of course, yes. the food, the drink, you know, and all that stuff, right? But um, you know, the bad, the bad uh, water. You know, you can't drink tap water, right? Of right. course, right? But I've wondered if it's really the social programming from not just like I'll use TV as an example, right? Like, you, there's a lot of people in. And I'm, this is from as a complete outsider. I'm really ignorant to this, but like, you'd see some Japanese men, who, you know, very like you had like not yakuza men, but very like the father was the head of the family, mm-hmm. the family structure, and then now you have half the guys like hi, how we doing, hi, right, and and the pushing of like K-pop bands. And stuff because this wasn't Japanese. This was this came from Korea. No, yeah, shout out on the yeah. Koreans. But like, you know, <laughs> that they, they have a very feminine. Me- Instead of having very like good-looking masculine men doing stuff, it, it transitioned into transition, uh, transitioned <laughs> into these very effeminate K-pop stars. Right. And this sort of like anime is awesome, but they push very like very like feminine men yes. mm-hmm. or very weird sort of like female characters as well i don't right. it, it's so i i maybe because like because there's things like where people go to jail and you know people get out of jail and they're they're ripped mm-hmm. for the first time but that's just because and, and most of them say i mean the, the, obviously there's drugs in jail but you can't really take much of I mean, like right. it's impossible right but people are working re, like are in this thing where like okay it's do or die i've got to act tough so i wonder it's because of the attitude of like i have to survive so my testosterone rises versus i i'm being effeminized with all this culture do you, do you think that's because like i see that in america i see that through social media and i mean it's i mean this is why i love bodybuilding so much because there's something very masculine and awesome about it and kind of like you take control of your life you right. know i'm i'm sculpt I, i'm not i can't just add i have to make it i have to through hard work build to, to, it yeah, right it's right. bodybuilding that body adding right <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yes yeah, that's i think um like when i visit japan it's it is um it's very different um, I love it. Um, their culture is hardworking. Yeah. Um, ju- they're they're not judging you. You do 
see a lot of thin, thinness going. The men are more thin. The men right. are wearing more makeup. They're very Ma pretty. Makeup. Yep. Yes. I kid you okay, not. Okay, caught me off guard on that. Yes. Sealer. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're wearing a lot of makeup. Um, they're real. They're in tune. They're like divas. They are really in tune with their appearance. Right. Um, they're, they're not really trying to put on a lot of masks. Right. They just want their outer appearance to look very sleek. Like toned. Yes, kind of, very yeah, toned. Yeah, haircut, so nails. I mean, they're starting to look better than us women. I'm like, wait, <laughs> slow down. So you have a little of each side, but overall, I think it's going to always remain an individual right. decision. Right. Um, of course, you won't and you cannot take it to the public scene and pretty much say, this is what I'm going to do, and you can't do anything about it. But in, the, in your own household, yeah. come on, everyone can get what they want if right. you have the right connection. So I don't think that this is going to ever be where it's, something that they can control right. unless you're going to a doctor where they they're not prescribing so much right i have some female athletes uh or just women who are housewives and they're having a very hard time to keep their levels high and, right. and they say my doctor won't give me any more my i already done ran out so yeah, yeah. It's, it's on both sides of the map so can I talk about this? So obviously I, I understand the guy side as you get older. You, I mean, it's the same thing. Everyone gets older. You can gain more weight easier. But like what are some of the challenges as a female as you're getting older, right? Like um, especially one, because I think everyone around 28, 29, their metabolism slows down for the, like really hard for the first time. And it keeps getting worse as you're getting older. But I mean, what is an what is it like a woman? Like, like let's just say it's because you're training a lot of people and you've seen people. What does a per woman have to do when she first? Because like I've noticed, like it seems like girls are doing like five leg days and one upper body day. <laughs> <laughs> gravity, gravity <laughs> is taking over. Um, um, if you're gonna take a, a woman who don't exercise in her youth, mm. she didn't have any form of exercise in her right. youth. It's a different from a person who was an athlete, a woman who was an athlete. So let's start with the woman who never, ever exercised. She comes in the gym. She's in her mid-40s. She really want to tone, and she got the shake shakes in her arms. She says, I want to tone this up, and it's taking forever. I'm going to always stick to nutrition is number one. Right. Yep. It's going to help your lacticity of your skin and everything. It's going to change the texture, and it's going to allow you to form that, that foundation. Right. So diet. Number one, folks, there's no way you can escape that. Right. It's no I cannot take. work it? I cannot work it? Hell no. You have to diet. 99.9% .9 is going to be the diet for both parties. Right. After that point, genetics. Genetics is a very, very, very strong aspect of what you can build, right. what you can establish. Okay? So blame it on your parents. Okay? <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Mom. <laughs> Mom and dad, if you didn't give it to me, I'm coming after you and not my trainer. Right. Okay, so we got we got we got our diet. We can, and I'll get back to genetics in one second because that's like the, the one of the big black pills. Like I, I'm getting just my soul's getting dark from <laughs> my soul. But go ahead, sorry. And then the next thing is consistency. You have to religiously adapt to come into the gym regularly, right. three to four times, sometimes five times, especially if you never exercise. And you have to commit to the regimen that is in front of you. If you have a trainer, follow the lead. Right. You have a leader, follow. And after that point, the things that most women are affected with is their estrogen level. Boom. Go bye-bye. Say bye-bye. Estrogen level. So, so 
that's one of the big things is like men's testosterone goes down and women's estrogen goes down. Absolutely. So is it ever a testosterone issue for women too? Or of course. It, it, so it's it's cause, both. Because to me it seems like the women are so much more complex on the, on the endocrine level side because guys are like, check my test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm feeling great right now. You just get 500 <laughs> tests real quick. Got it. No, the women are having that same Problem. complex. Yeah. Yes. See, they got two in one. You guys got one. Yeah, we, <laughs> not fair. So, yes, we have to have that level out as well. Right. And with those five components that I mentioned, they have to all work together. You can't do one without the other. Right. So now, typically as a guy, we, we usually go heavy on chest, heavy on the back. No day. legs. No legs. Yeah. <laughs> and women, it's all legs, no upper body. Right. But is that is that like is that is that because you think it's a natural thing what we want to do? Like we want to be like this, like this, and the girls are like the other side, so like we make a perfect <laughs> Johnny <Yeah>. Bravo. <laughs> like so if you, you take my what? hat, my top, and her bottom, it's right. like we're the perfect human. So <laughs> yeah, so then you have the the shape of the what the judges are looking. Right. Big old shoulders, small waist, and tapered legs. Right. So we have the bottom, you guys have the top. I think it's all individually too. Most women want to have, you men always want women to have Big bottom, so they're working to have those glues or steel. I feel attacked right now. I feel, right. Re- I feel really attacked right now. Plead the fifth. You guys do. You want them to have big quads right. and Onion big booties. glues. That's honey right. Buns. That's right. That's right. Honey buns back there. Don't Let's not leave out. You guys want them to have the chest, too. So what we're trying to do is manipulate and kill the bottom half and just contour the top. Right. So, again, it's a still an individual thing. I want to have balance. I want to have a little of everything. So how do you avoid the, the leg injuries with females because they're doing legs so much? Because, like, you, you know, I, I've seen girls that, you know, working out by themselves. EOS gyms and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have no discipline. Oh, EOS. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but they're at these gyms and they're, they're, they're doing legs all the time. And I see these girls, like, they're like, they're like they get injured or they're like, uh, they're, you know, they, they end up skipping a whole week because then they get really destroyed because they're just doing squ- back squats, back squats, front squats. I think I'll do the leg press machine today, you know, and... W- how does a, how does somebody, especially starting off, like, is it, is it just a classic going top bottom top bottom to like rest up, or is it you have to hit leg like you have to lay legs multiple times? It isn't like a professional bodybuilder when they're like, okay, my shoulders are lagging, so I'm hitting it twice a week, three times a week, right? It's, yes, um, it's it's all about the method. You have so many ways to to work your body: right. supersets, straight sets, having eighty percent of your body. 80% of your max weight using it that format. So it really depends on, are they doing the same type of workout in and out? Every muscle group needs rest. Right. So therefore, if I'm going to hit 80% of my max on my lower half, I'm damn sure not going to come in the next day and do that again, repeat that same method. Right. So those injuries come from not being smart or not educated about what they really need to do to stay from being injured. I'm injury-free, by the way. I have not had an injury wow. in my there whole career. Now, my left knee did give me a little complication. It's just because of a lot of work. But have I ever had an injury? No, I have not. Right. And is that is a lot of work from basically a lot of the machine or the free weights, or is it from the cardio? Because I know people, I've heard more people getting, especially as they get more advanced, it's really the cardio work that's just, you're just consistently putting this, like, too much pressure on the joints. Stair, Stairmaster, or you're doing a lot of elliptical, your lower back starts hurting. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, yeah. it's, okay, we all know that you, you can put a lot of stress on any form of, the, of a cardio that you do. Besides the bike, um, the stair climbers, the treadmills, if you're constantly locking out, because 
in our head, when I'm on the treadmill, I'm always trying to squeeze my glutes. So that's gonna cause me to what? Lock my knees. So it's the form of you traveling on each one of those exercises that affect okay. your ability. So it has nothing to do with if it's free weights. Free weights, it takes at least two days for your bodies to recuperate from doing uh, free weights. Right. It takes a lot of more um, out of you right. versus machines. Machines you can use until you're purple in the face. Yeah. You can use them every day you're right. in the gym. Those M tortures are torture. Right? Torture. <laughs> now, now, Hide, yeah. so it, this, is, this is the question I wanted to say a little bit earlier about like kind of like genetics, right? Yeah. Is that... Um, okay. So I, you, you've been, both of you guys have been to the Olympia stage. Can you tell... I mean, like, let's, a person that isn't trained, can you tell if they'd be like, oh, this guy might actually have a decent frame? Like, what makes a decent frame for bodybuilding versus like, oh, he would just look really good in the, at the beach, right? Because I think most people can look good. You know, it's just, you know, being in shape. Uh-huh. But wh- what is it? Is it like your, your muscle being lowered down here? Is it like small, you joints. know, joints? Right. So uh, ideal physique for bodybuilder, the longer muscle vary okay. and a smaller joint. So it appears bigger on a, on a stage under the right. So uh, it, it's it's kind of same same thing. I I, I just uh, spoke about it. In a gym, it's totally different. You know, like people like okay, big guy like on a, on a short pants, yeah. tank top looks great, but on a stage, he disappear. You know, you can't find him because <laughs> his structure is not ideal. So it comes down to, like Iris said, it's genetic. So you can't really change it. But I, like, answer your question. Ideal physique would be for guy, wider shoulder, then uh, uh, the barrel chest. This yeah, uh, rib cage. Okay. Need to be uh, deep. You know, it's not the shallow. It's gotta be. So like, like, like sticking out. Yeah, sticking out. It has to be thick. Right. Then. uh, of course, the the hip bone must be smaller. Could vacuums help with that? Yeah, kind vacuum of help. Vac- vacuum. Yeah, then uh, uh, and uh, again, muscle very. Look at my biceps. It's it has a, <laughs> it has a gap. It has a gap here. Yeah. So I don't have a long long uh, muscle berry. Oh, so okay. Guy, it's, it's not. Uh, it looks like long peak. Hand. Looks uh, sharp. But, it's not gonna be big, right? Uh, some guys has a longer uh, mass, right. muscle belly. Oh, there we go. I, there yeah. we go. So like, Iris <laughs> is known for her back. Yeah. The lats development. Yeah. If you look at her, uh, observe, observe her uh, physique. Lats going down really low. Mm. So you have more chance to grow, but some guys lats short shorter. Right. Yes. So it's a genetic. You can work your best. You know, the best you can do, but. Sometimes it's uh, it's you you stand next to like a genetic gifted guy, you can just lose. So that's that's bodybuilding. And yeah. but you know it's it's apple and orange. Sometimes you come in better condition and uh, you win, which right. I did most of the time. I I beat many bigger guys because I came in sharper. Right. Sometimes you know they they come come in a little off. So uh, it's not you can't just say okay this guy's more genetic gifted he will win you can't say that but like i said like you said if some guy some more lady has great genetic and a great work ethic put it together they can be like iris or lonnie coleman or dorian yates or that's why i think mr olympia miss olympia you you can't count it you know like 50 we did a 50 olympia but 
Miss Olympia is only how like, many? Like twelve. Like, yeah, twelve. Twelve. Oh, oh Miss right. Olympia. Mm-hmm. You know, like some, you know, you can count Miss Olympia too. So rest in peace, Sean. Right? Yeah, you don't. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. only a few point percent. You know, you can see these uh, both excellent genetic and uh, work ethic. Right. So after having fifty years plus of Olympias, right, you only have. 12 athletes being able to say uh, I'm Mr. or Miss Olympia. Right. I have uh-huh. 10. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Those> of <are> you. <laughs> Hogging all the us. But you have to also credit he that he won the 212 Mr. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger 212. He failed to mention yeah. that. That show is becoming bigger and bigger too. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's, I mean, just because of all the other sports they add to it, yes. right? Uh-huh. I want to go so bad. I need to go one of these yes. days. <laughs> it also motivates you once you go to the Olympia or the Arnold, you come right. back and you're hitting the gym like you're taking off fast. Right. It's very motivating. Now, let, let me talk about the black pill of genetics. The black right. pill. <laughs> the dark right. horse. The dark horse. Right. And this is sort of, and this is more on the YouTube, because you guys are the professionals, right? Uh-huh. So, like, a lot of these YouTubers are, they're basically almost like... Fly by night? Yeah. I mean, yeah. not fly, well, not fly, well, some of them, yeah, a lot of them will, but, so, I mean, but some of them are kind of like, how do I say, telenovela stars. Yes. Yeah, telenovela, there we go, <laughs> telenovela stars. They're not truthful. Right, you guys are method actors. You know, the the, pick, the pyramid, right? But, um... There's a lot of guys. This is kind of irks me. Like I like when when you first start. I mean, this is coming from complete, a complete novice. When I when I first started, and you know, I, I I watched the YouTube game, watching Chris Jones, Scooby, some of the old guy, you know, the old G's from the <laughs> space and stuff, the Hodge twins, right? Uh-huh. And then it started getting more serious. Like those guys were really good, but it was still like it was more like a blog. You felt like you were a part of the fan. You know, you grew with them, right? Very. And then it, it started getting to more serious guys, where you could obviously tell they were they were lying. And mm-hmm. that's a big part of the business, which it, it, it is what it is. But um, you, too, could be the same thing if you take my protein. Like right. it's, just, it's just creatine, you guys. You know, that's hey, right. there you be go. Cool man. like me. So um, there's people that, like, this is, this is the one that I really, after being, after being in, like, in watching YouTube and watching all this stuff and working out for such a long time, you know that there is archetypes there's different body types and stuff mm-hmm. like some guys can, are naturally very skinny already and it what i notice is it's a lot of skinnier guys or it's tall skinny guys or short skinny guys it's it's just that that frame at the very center guys and then they they start burning they start getting some muscle and they get a little bit on pds mm-hmm. they don't get gigantic but they look very great right and it's like well america's fat and this and this and this and that's it's kind of like it's it, a lot of these guys have never been fat and they've always been in shape where i don't really see a lot of guys who were overweight to, and got to that thing that, like, yes. that it, and that's i feel like that's really what's missing from the industry that i just i don't see the guys that did get overweight that got to that not not the pinnacle but just got to this point where like they're really impressive and stuff and right. i think and i think that's let me um i just we just recently had john zerka here this is something he talks about as well that um that you want you like he says he wishes he I, I could split up the PE class depending on like people's body types mm-hmm. and have like the fat kids running with the fat kids competing instead of like yes. you're putting you're putting the fat kid with this super athletic kid and he's just smoking them right and the and then you're never finding out what actually works for each kid. Interesting. So, so I mean, I, I mean, if you're I mean, it, it, I, it's just kind of a weird thing where like you, like regardless of not if you got it you got it and you're working for it but and we all aspire to it but like like how I mean. I don't want to discount hard work. 
you know, but I feel like, but there's also like a bit of a line that's going on as well that there's guys that already pretty much had 80% there and they mm -hmm. just, and they're already there that versus like, there's a guy, there's a, like the same thing John Zerka's saying as well, you know, that there's this fat kid and there's the fat kid who got into super good shape. That guy worked harder than some Olympians to right, get that. Right, right. So what, where do you put that? Like in terms of, you know, you see somebody and you're like, wow, this is going to be a lot of work. Right. Yes. Do, what, what, I mean, do you, do you tell? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, do you, do, do, do you like specifically work them out a little different compared to other people? Depend like because there's some people like they're just they're on point and they're dying. They're not losing weight, you know. And it, it could be endocrine, of course, but right. you know, there's there's that. And like, I, I feel like such a like a like a girl, like a pansy for, for like I feel like such a pansy even bringing this up because it's like who cares, man? Just hard work, grit your teeth. But there is that there is that lie that like you know some people you're right like you were saying some people don't have the genetics. Right. Look. um from the dark side of the peel, is yeah. that what you called it? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it allows you to actually go beyond the call of duty um, with your mindset. First, you do have to have the mindset and say, this is what I want to develop out of right. taking the dark peel. And then it, it happens. It just a miracle happened because you're, you, you know the proper method to, to do with the dark peel, and you already have the training pattern right. to implement it for everything to work hand in hand. Now, if I have an athlete who is totally natural, it is no way on God's gift to this earth will I ever race them the way that I raced. It's right. unfair, and it should not be publicly repeated out of anyone's mouth and say, you gotta do it, and it's this way or the highway, because you are not inclined, the body is not inclined to take that type of damage and expect the outcome to be the same with the things that you use to get where you have gotten. It's absolutely unfair. I have athletes that are on both sides of the planet, and there's no way I would treat both the same. Right. When I start with athletes or non-athletes, I tell them I'm going to take you accordingly to the capability that you store right and nothing more do i put them on over-the-counter supplements yes do i make sure they're following their regimens yes if they don't follow it then i'm not going to coach them right i follow up every three weeks and make sure that the body is changing and if it's not going accordingly i don't want to work with you because it takes a lot of time a lot of effort and i have to be very on tune with what i'm assigning them and if they're not following it yeah it's not going to work but do the dark peel work? Hell yeah, it works. Um, that's the end of the story. I use very small items because women don't have that opportunity as wide as men. Right. So I, I guess it's like, I mean, Mejide can talk to this and stuff like that. Because like, I mean, I, like you, you would know like the bodybuilding here in Japan and all these other places. It seems like to me, like as like a person who's been in the industry a long time, just viewing it from like YouTube and stuff like that, and just going to the gym just for myself, is that most of the workouts we've had are steroid workouts. Yes. Yes. It's not. It's like we're not doing PD. It's just like like I remember going to the I remember going to the gym. God the bless volume. my. Like they, they they I mean they put me on the German volume training for my first ever <laughs> workout. <laughs> but you're 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 18 and you I mean you can take you can do anything. But right. like, But uh, a couple of years later, you're not you're not. Yes. So how 
how do you how do you know how much to lower for like you know because when you're doing PEDs and you're working out a lot you have the recovery right yes versus you don't have the recovery now now you have to do you do, like is a natural have to be trained more to strength or is it just more of like volume just like weight times weight times reps equals volume look we we, we we've been there too we're at the beginning where we're a novice so okay yeah we, we actually know what the body can and cannot handle and it also again it's going to come from your background where you're an athlete. Mm. So you store muscle, we're just waking it up. Right. So everyone's different. So it's unfortunate that you have um, fly-by-night coaches and, and gurus who are taking these people to these different extents, and you, you should not. Right. So the standard exercise, just say you are trying to lose weight, yeah. um, gain X amount of muscle, um, I'm not gonna race you doing supersets on everything right. and putting all this heavy weight on you. We're going to do from 15 to 20 reps for sets. For big body parts, we're going to implement five to six different exercises. We're going to race it that way. Right. So it's so many different transitions and methods that you can use to help each person get in shape, but it's just going to start with what are you trying to accomplish? What do you want me to help you with? Right. And you, you relate what you want, and we go that route. If you're skinny you're trying to gain muscle, of course, the rep range is going to go smaller. We're going to go 6 to 10 reps, more heavier weight. But again, it's the weight that you can carry and lift, not me putting, you're going to do these 80s because I can do them. You should be able to do them. Right. Okay? Now. <laughs> so, um, now nah, I might get you in a little trouble here. You this can't one, get this me one. in trouble. Okay. So... So how do you so there's over over the years there's been all this this kind of different training right I mean we've had like we've had like the the golden era training we've had like Dorian Yates kind of training and stuff like like it it's it's almost like phases and stuff like you've had like you had CrossFit famous for a bit yeah. <laughs> you know RIP your uh, joints right yeah. but um what what are your one of, one of the interesting one that's always like interests me a lot but I don't know if it if it worked with as a natural and versus not natural is something the stuff Mike Menser did back in the day, which was like, you just go really, and like, I know Dorian evolved it to be a little more volume than mm -hmm. just like that. Mm -hmm. But what do you think about that? Does that work? Because I'm, I, I don't know if it works because you're taking the steroids and you're able to just destroy your body and then you recover, or is it even a natural can do it, but to a different level? Both. Both? The, because it, of course the steroid is allowing you to be able to do X amount of more. Right. And it also gives you a faster recovery time. So you're going to not only be strong, but also taking the, the black market steroid, whatever you want to call it, it speeds up much right. faster for you to recover faster. So you can do his workout, absolutely. But are you going to be able to put on all that weight? Are you, are you going to need a little bit more rest time? Every soldier is different. Right. So, Hide, so when, when, you're, when you're working out like... Like th this is one of the hard part is like I like that I had to like go to certain places and stuff like, like how much intensity like you can make a muscle sore if you just do enough reps and stuff but like uh, how do you teach intensity or how do you like do you have to go this hard to really like you're trying you know like because one of the biggest things like I've I've gotten from the powerhouse gym is I'm in there and I'm busting a sweat yeah <laughs> I'm really and that's that thing is like you know like you see bodybuilders or you see guys that are like they they work out in a lot of clothes mm -hmm. and other things. Do, do you would you would you do you rather like work out on a t-shirt and just sweat from like how hard you're working there, or do you want to like put some stuff on some layers and just sweat more, or is the sweating so not really important? Sweating is not important. So, dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, because 
sweat is just water right. it came out for you from your body you have to replenish it right so if you're of course your temperature high you got you got to sweat to right. cool, cool it down so it doesn't really matter how much sweat uh and matter of fact if you don't see sweat but it's dry because it's dry here you sweat actually hmm. you're losing a lot of uh, uh electrolytes yeah. and uh, water so you have to constantly hydrate yourself but uh going back to your your question natural or uh enhanced Enhance, right yeah. so like i said then we started with uh, of course we we don't we didn't know anything so we started with so-called natural right then i was actually uh, 10 years natural for when i was competing in japan wow so because over there it's uh drug tested always right drug tested. right and, uh, so i competed as a natural and then i competed in asia and then a world championships where or oh, let's say one one year I, I forgot the year but i came in fifth or top five right then uh one month after most of the the winner failed the drug test right so that's how bodybuilding was operated it was drug test but people actually like don't care you know they just compete and win <laughs> then uh months later they fail the right. test so that was the reality so i knew guys are taking something in you know, overseas but i was natural throughout my amateur days until i became pro so I, I I noticed so I when I compete obviously I when I when I beat when I came in top five I beat some guys on uh, enhanced right yeah. so I was like okay it's it's like creatine you know creatine if you take I take creatine he uh, he doesn't take creatine so I was ahead of him it's really not I think it's came down to what do you what do you have so right. if you take something enhanced and uh, if you can be great physique you should you must see more guys in great shape in the gym right right if it's that easy so i think enhancement is is helps but it's come down to what you got you know like same thing like hard work yeah hard work yeah. so i don't i don't really you know deny hard hard work because if you in a competition sometimes guys natural beat enhanced guy because they work harder right, right? Mm -hmm. so that's happened so i don't i mean vice versa you know like so it's you don't you don't say it like a and b like a is more genetically gifted if right. he enhanced of course he'll win he'll win right but if b less genetically gifted if he takes something but still a is still win you know if right. if he's natural so i don't i don't know i mean uh, if enhanced is that is that that big deal because i think that most of the people discuss because miguel you you say you haven't done it yet no, so uh, you are really curious no I mean, I mean i've been i mean you 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 have to know i mean come yeah on, you, like, you you know shout out athlete next yeah. <laughs> of course i i thought when i was doing natural i thought it was a magic pill you yeah, know, if yeah, I took, yeah. If I took it, I'll, I'll be <laughs> Mr. Olympic in a week, right? Right. But in a reality, I start taking it, nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> really, nothing happened. You, also, you, know, you have to realize that they stereotype us. Uh, because, like, right. if I take what he take, I'll look like him. Yeah, but that's yeah. not true. Wait, is that, like, discounting your work? Absolutely. Mm, so yeah. that's 
Egg, number one thing I hate. She look like that. If I take what she's taking, I'll look like her. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. It's hard work first. Mm -hmm. And the magic pill second. But genetics plays the number one number one ticket oh, yeah. to exactly how your body's gonna respond. And if the shit that excuse me, and if the stuff that you're taking is legitimately real. Right. So a lot of people taking fake stuff, yeah. basically. Yeah. Wow. So it's a lot of little twists in there. Believe it or not, don't discredit. We worked hard for how we appeared. So is this true? Most people on steroids are fat? Average <laughs> <laughs> no, Because they think the magic pill is going to keep their weight down and they can just eat whatever they want. Right. That magic pill worked from diet, proper rest, and training. There's no pill on this earth. It's going to allow you to look the way you really want to look. Unless you do the work ethic, right? Train, eat, and sleep, and tell mommy I'll call you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful! Well, where can people follow you, Iris? You can't follow me. Oh. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> at iriskyle.com is at i r i s k y l e. Iris Kyle. Kyle. Beautiful. <laughs> and Hide, where yeah. can people follow you? Hide Yamagishi Instagram. And uh, also Twitter, same same thing, Facebook. And uh, what's the powerhouse, Jim? Powerhouse, yeah. Las, Vegas. Las Vegas. Powerhouse, Las Vegas. You guys yeah. better sign up today. You That's guys. right. If you're in Las Vegas, quit your gym. Haram, no other gym in Las Vegas. Come over here if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna hang out with the with the with the real boys, the real women. Powerhouse. We don't judge. We don't socialize. We multiply with muscle. <laughs> you know what I love about the gym too? You have like some you have the best bodybuilding quotes and all the if 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 you can work out in here and it, like if you're texting someone and it's legible, you haven't worked out hard enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everyone wants to be a bodybuilder, but no one wants to lift these heavy ass weights. That's right. So, right. And, and what I love about the gym too is that there's like the Miss Olympia, the Mr. Olympia, like the Las Vegas locals. You have all this inspiration, like legends and stuff. When you're every time, every time they position everything, when you're working out, you look up and like, what are you doing? You should be looking like this. <laughs> like going towards that, like yes. a lot of gyms are are like really are like missing that and stuff. So thank you so much for coming. And uh, you guys, tomorrow I will be having um, Gary, the numbers guy, will be talking crypto conspiracy theory and uh, thirty three. 22 11 life pass. Yes. Yes. And all that other jazz. So thank you so much, you guys, and peace. Peace. <laughs>